Welcome back to a brand new episode of We Call It Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I'm Caleb, alongside my co-host, as always, Sasha. I can't think of one, but the NHL is back and the Wild start tonight, and I'm fucking hyped. Well, you and I are in the same wavelength because I couldn't think of one quickly, but so I was quickly going <laughs> to default to calling you Caleb Wild because, yeah, exactly what I was thinking. <sighs> yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, on the other side of the coast, Kraken got their first win, and Jordan Morris was flashing the jersey uh, uh, on Twitter. Um, he was flashing people on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> no, just showing off how cool that jersey is. Um, it might it might it's... cause some, some chaos at this household. No, it, it might hands down one of the best logos and the best jerseys already in the mm-hmm. NHL. Yep. Yeah. But the Wilds logo is just too busy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. But I can also appreciate the the Kraken tentacle and two and S. It's just it's just dope. Yeah. Um, um we're, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that the Wild also get some luck because Kraken got won their their season opener. So I think I think we will as well. And I just damned us because I said it. Well, actually, you didn't because the Kraken lost their season opener. Oh, they did to uh, the Knights. Oh, the worst team that I hate so much. Um, they beat the Predators last night, though. Oh, okay. Like, and, like, beat them pretty bad. Well, 4-3, but still, they looked pretty good doing it. Um, before we move on to the soccer, we do have an announcement to make. Um, Sasha and I have been talking about this for a while now, but we have decided to end our participation in the podcast, whether this is going on to other people or back to notch or maybe some fam- fam- familiar names you know from the past. We don't know, but we have decided to officially end our involvement with the podcast at the end of the season. And by end of the season, I mean whenever Minnesota United is out of the playoffs or if they don't make the playoffs, ends their season. Um, burnout, mostly. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, uh, Sasha's daughter is getting into a point in her life where he wants to be around more and I'm having a daughter mm-hmm. soonish yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a month or so so we want to be more, a little more family oriented and doing a podcast once a week three hours a night contacts away from that and not that we didn't appreciate doing it didn't appreciate all you listeners but it's just been we talked about this it's been I mean, especially this year and last year, following the team has been such a roller coaster of like highs, of like good performances, but also off the field stuff, and it it wears on you, honestly, to keep following this team when they do shit like the whole thing about with vaccinations this this year, or I mean, even a couple years ago when we saw fans in the stadium, or we saw fans in the stadium with the whole uh, anti-fascists. Uh, movement and how they're resist, resist, resistant to that it's just, it wears on you it's just and we're, i think i speak for both of us we're just looking forward to being fans again yeah yeah we we you covered more than me but we, in my time we covered a lot of political stuff emotionally home things that hit close to home uh, gun violence black lives matter anti-fascism sexism corruption like it we covered a lot and when you life gets busy for both of us and we're starting families as you said you want to put that energy into stuff into the people around you and right now 
we've we've lost the energy to put it into the team. That doesn't mean we aren't fans. We've loved this team. Yeah, always will. Yeah, yeah. Just take a step back, and yeah. who knows? You might hear our voices on a different podcast, or if someone takes the reins for this, we'll maybe we'll guest at some point, or we'll have our own podcast talking about the Band of Brothers miniseries, or we're talking about that <laughs> before we started recording, or Formula One, or who knows? We have the chemistry, and I don't know. Maybe we'll record some stuff someday, but for the time being, after the season. We're taking a step back and know that it's not it's not you, listener, it's us. <laughs> but I don't know. It's 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 worth the transition to like back to the podcast after this. But we're gonna be here until the end of the season. We hope you listen, we hope you continue to listen. If you're on Patreon, just stop it. <laughs> yeah, just like end your Patreon so don't in case I forget to end the Patreon for you guys, you just keep paying. I, this is your reminder to stop. And we'll put a reminder in the Slack channel as well. Yeah. To those of you who are on the Patreon and in the Slack, thank you. Like, yeah, th- we, thanks for holding you, us down. Yeah, yeah. Your questions it's, and your insights have been valuable. We enjoy your company. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just an echo chamber of us, like <laughs> Caleb and I crying over this team. Or it's just me and Sasha <laughs> communicating on like three different apps, like messaging and Instagram and Slack. And it's like, we should have a conversation in one place. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we this had been decided for about a month now, I would say. Yeah. But we decided to announce it. I decided I wanted to announce it sooner Mainly based on this performance on Saturday. It's like, I've really had enough of watching this religiously yeah. to talk about it. So we'll just move right in, I guess. Uh, Minnesota 1, Colorado Rapids 3. This is uh, a clear and cut, a game between a second, a team that could be anywhere from first to third versus a team that might not belong in the playoffs. That's exactly what it was, and that's how it played out. Despite the fact that I gave myself false hope. Or I can say, who knew gave me false hope? Because he scored so early. And it was beautiful. And they were kind of building it up, right? Because he needed a goal. Goal scorers should score goals. And he scored one with style. And and then I started drinking the Kool-Aid for first half. <laughs> Absolutely. And like, ball taken and goal as well. Yeah, like, yep. through the legs of a defender on a shot. So I met the defender and nestled into the far corner. From the outside of the box, like, that takes still. He he meant to, he meant to place that there, mm-hmm. and like just a, it's just great to see him get that monkey off his back and did that goal. Hopefully, going forward, he can score more. But yeah, I thought he had a really good game. I thought Fardapani had a really good game. Um, it was all looking pretty well, and then the worst thing that can happen to a Minnesota United team happened. Colorado got a red card. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Danny Wilson, red card. Uh, Unu was in through and I think had a good chance to score in the second of the game mm-hmm. if Danny Wilson had not taken him down. And you said it, I think you either messaged me or on the Slack channel, easiest red card decision of this referee's career. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. So by that, it still got stopped for a while <clears throat> while they had to review it, which is weird. Um, that That's a goal. That is a goal, easily. Mm-hmm. He's he was, he's on such a streak there. Tactical foul goes down, but we repaid the favor. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Well, first, 
Robin Fraser, coach of Colorado Rapids, made, what, five subs? Yep. In response to that red card. Mm -hmm. And you would think, well, you would think, all right, put some more defenders on there. We'll we'll look for the counter attack. Mm -hmm. And we'll put, I don't know. But then he puts on some attackers with uh, uh, Barrios and Cole Bassett. Yep. And then... Each each substitute had its like marching orders, and it just worked. I'd fit into this like pocket of the tactic, and it worked perfectly. Um, Barrios was the super super sub of all super subs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlos scores three. Barrios is involved in all three. He earns a PK. He gets a goal, and he gets an assist. Um, the PK, I didn't think it was at first, but when they reviewed it, slow motion. Yeah, clear penalty kick, in my opinion. Yeah, but it just sucks that I had to also make that same conclusion because I emotionally I really didn't want it. It's like as soon as it was called, you felt you had this. It was a punch to the stomach, and you felt like it was the beginning of the end. Um, didn't know how bad it really was going to be though, because up until the last minute, to give up, you know, a win and then a draw. At home. A yep. man up for about yep. 30 minutes. I think it was like the 58th, 60th minute or so mm-hmm. where a uh, title player got sent off. It's yeah. it's just frustrating. This team has been up a man in three different games now mm-hmm. for over 90 minutes. I think it was a half in the San Jose game or so. It was 70 minutes in the Kansas City game, and it was 30 minutes in this game. And during that time, they have a goal differential of negative two. Um, Will Trap scored to equalize in the San Jose game. No goals were scored against Kansas City. And then, of course, the three given up here is Colorado. And what is it? If I was Austin, who we play next, I'd be like, okay, you, just as soon as the whistle goes, punch one of their players in the face, okay? (laughs) Get sent off right away because we'll win this game then. Yeah, it's, it's... Humiliating to say this, we are the kind of team who an expansion team like Austin could practice a three-man defense against. Because in their because Austin has like has won games and lost some games by a lot of goals, but they can score and they they've scored they've scored on us. And yeah, they, they could they could experiment with a with a defensive line against us. That's how bad we are. Like, yeah, they beat us in their first game at Allianz. I think we beat them. In the second game at mm-hmm. Allianz, but now we're doing going on to Austin. Yeah, they're they're not a pushover in their <laughs> stadium. They're pretty good. They beat Portland. They beat LA. Yeah, um, I think they beat Dallas, or they like like a goal scoring Bernanza against Dallas, and I think that was it. Yeah, but this, this team can score goals. Yeah, they are ferocious pack of wolves in their stadium, and yeah. that's how what we should expect. Um, the game is, is on uh, Saturday at 8 p.m. our time. The next six games, there's only six games left in the season. Mm-hmm. Got away at Austin, home to Philadelphia, who have gone on a tear without their best player, who is the best player in goal. Yep. Um, LAFC at home, never an easy game. They have the talent to just store buckets. If you're not scoring, you probably need to concede. At Vancouver, never easy. Never easy at Vancouver. Yep. Home to Kansas City. We know what happened last time. It took yeah. a red card to make them hus- to let us draw because 
Kansas City was fully in control that game until that happened. Yep. And then away at the Galaxy, who have fallen off a little bit, but still one point ahead of us in the standings. From May, just the standings right now, we're going to play the second place team in Kansas City, the last place team in Austin, uh, tenth, the, the ninth place team, the eighth place team, and the sixth place team. We're in seventh. If we lose all those, any, any of those games, we're, like, we're out of a playoff spot. Because we have 38 points right now. LA Galaxy, one ahead of us. Sixth place at 39. Vancouver in eighth at 37. LAFC in ninth at 34. There's a very real situation here where Vancouver or LAFC jump us. Yeah. And we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We, you and I were like, which team could jump into seventh place? And at that point, we didn't think we were the team that was going to get bumped off. Though I, I'm pretty sure the thought was at the back of our minds. I thought it was Vancouver. <laughs> we you thought it was LAFC? It. Yeah, right? It could be both, man. We could drop to the, we could drop to both of them and bump them into playoffs. It's pathetic. <laughs> and I don't want to predict the future here or like... I don't feel good about our chances in those games. No. Especially against Philadelphia, who I think are unbeaten in the last five. The four wins, which is really fucking good. Um, it, if we don't make the playoffs, is Heath so torched next year? I hope, I hope to God not. Like... There should be a fire under his ass as much as there is under Bob Bradley's, right? And like our game versus them might determine which coach keeps his job. Ironically enough, <laughs> it... right? You're you're absolutely right. <laughs> and I don't know. Bob Bradley just seems like a, like just watching him coach. He's a better coach. I don't know if that's just my bias towards him as a, an American coach or whatever, but or just against teeth. Honestly, at this point, um. He doesn't flinch when his back, his back is up against the wall, right? He's had players out on international duty, and he said, screw it, I'm going to play my kids. And they went and won a game for him. Like, that's yeah. the difference between him and Heath. Yeah, and Heath like, played that card, right? Because we yeah. did have players missing mm-hmm. for, for international duty, uh, Boxy and Roman and Robin and I guess you can count right, uh, Radula, even though he's been such a fucking bust. Mm-hmm. Compared to what we had last year with with uh, Jose Aha, let <sighs> me play that card. Oh, we're shorthanded. Jan Gregius is on the bench. Remember him, designated player, midfielder. When was the last time he played? When was the last time he started? Yeah, I honestly can't remember the last time he started or or played. They were. Pretty- they- Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, Nomley was taking long shots all day, both halves, for, for Colorado. And he you know, he doesn't score all the time for him, but he can score. And he it scares the defense and the goalkeeper when he does it. Gregoosh can do the same thing, man. <clears throat> he can. And we've seen him do it before. And yep. I, I love Ozzy. Yep. I really do. But he shouldn't be playing 180 minutes in a week. You shouldn't be playing ninety minutes at some some games. Yeah, he just doesn't have the legs anymore. Yeah, when to you're trying to when you're, try, when you're trying to cover Lewis and Jackson Price all game, and you're that old, you're thirty five. It 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 takes a tear, man. 
So, yeah, yeah you have should... you have here. Colorado is a fully manned siege tower, and we're a bullet that is missing the point of our spear. Yep, half the time, which is Reynoso and Lude. Yeah. I on Twitter I said that this I mean this roster should be better. This roster is very talented. This roster should be top four in the West, but this roster is a Lamborghini, and Heath can't drive stick. Yep. Yeah. You looked at Robin Fraser. He adapted to the game. Went down a man. He made the he made the correct subs. He made five subs. Yep. Without even flinching. And we already talked about Barrios's impact on the game. Like without him, they don't win. And then Heath subbed on, uh, subbed off Uno and Fragapani for um. Uh, Adi and Agudelo. Agudelo. Yeah. Who my disdain of Agudelo is very well known by listeners of this podcast. But Uno and Fragapani were playing extremely well. Yeah. And you sub them off? Has Uno played a full 90 for us? At what point does he? And Fragapani, I, he was playing really well. He didn't looks on that left-hand side and kind of dancing around their, their fullback. And you bring in Adi, who is a... If he's running, he's he's useless. You got to park him in the box and hope something hits him. And Adodello, who got hyped up five years ago and hasn't been the same since. Nico Hansen came on later for Finley. I think we were down at that point. Uh, Nico, first... Minutes since coming back from a lengthy injury, mm-hmm. not, not really the sub you want to make. Yeah. He thought it all wrong. This is probably the worst loss that we've had. Definitely the worst loss at Allianz. You can point at some of those TCF games, and but yeah. this one fucking stings. And speaking of those TCF games, have we ever been good against ten men? There was one game, our second season, Atlanta was up one nothing, went down to 10 men, and for like 75 minutes, we just crossed into the box and hit nobody. No, And when that didn't work, we just kept fucking crossing. I'd like to believe that the Vita Minone squad could handle 10 men better than this one. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's but, not that's not slight at any of our keepers. That's not slight at, 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 at anybody in goal. But oh, you you looked yeah. at that that third year, yeah. the kind of the, emer- the emergence of Asani and Chase and Mason, yeah, kind of really galvanized that team. The introduction of Ike and Ozzy into the locker room really turned the team around for the better. Yeah. Um. Not to anyway away anything from our captains now. Uh, Boxy and Will and Ozzy's still there, of course. Yeah. But <laughs> well, that's the thing when you have an advantage and suddenly the sh- the tide shifts against you, and that fear gets planted in your mind, like we might lose this game. You need the calm commanders of people like Will Trap and Boxy, and also like what like like what used to be. I mean, I love Ozzy for all his experience, but he is not a calm personality. <laughs> like he is a he's he a is fire much, up. Yeah, and he like in Colorado. Colorado <clears throat> loves that energy, right? That Colorado feeds off that 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 you know propane energy that goes up, you know, with a spark. 
because that's how like that's how they play. That's how their that's how their line change plays too. They all knew what the job they need to do, but they also knew that they didn't keep us angry. They could win the game, and they're good at that <laughs> historically. Um, so mentioned Bocce, obviously international duty. Um, Will Trap on leave. Um, his wife had their second child like the morning of the game, and so congratulations to Will and Beth Trap of the birth of their child. Mm-hmm. Will, you, you dodged a bullet, my man. <laughs> For real. For, For real. real. If you just skip any game, it would be this one. Yeah. Um, and while while uh, Heath pointed at the international um, players missing as one of the reasons why they lost, Colorado also um, sat one of their best players in Shinichiki. He didn't see the field. Mm-hmm. Very dangerous striker. And Mark Anthony Tay on duty with Canada and Tony Tosta on duty with the U.S. So they were shorthanded, two very important players to the midfield. And, yet and you still. wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to tell with the way they played that second half. Yeah. No. Also, former loon sighting. I totally forgot about this. Colin Warner, defensive midfielder for the Rapids, and looking good doing it. So good on you, Colin Warner. You always seem like a, a, like a chill dude. Yeah. Uh, wish you all the best in the postseason. Yeah, for real. Because <laughs> we won't be there. Um, moving on to Speaking of International Duty, we're going to move on to the U.S. Men's National Team and their World Cup qualifiers. And three games here. We didn't talk about the games last week. Mm-hmm. Thought it'd be best to do them all in one bunch. Mm-hmm. So we tend to look back on this break as a whole and and kind of judge, judge it from, from that. Um, first game. 2-0, U.S. win at home against Jamaica. Yeah. Uh, boy on fire, Ricardo Pepe got this brace. That kid's off to Europe soon. I, I think we've even said that before. He's in – there's, like, chatter out there. He's already been scouted by Premier League teams. Um, yeah. the, the, uh, the, the, the price range is, like, 12 to 15 million. I think so, they said. So that's what Newcastle's doing with their money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't be the first U.S. Men's National not. Team player to play at Newcastle. So yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah, Yedlin was over one. there. Yeah, Yedlin. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the one that's in Turkey now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then, so I used to do this thing when I was youth director called um, Oreo, like um. There's a thing where we do where we do a, uh, a high of the week, a low of the week, and a high of the week. Like or I'd sandwich it, I'd cookie sandwich it, and then if they did it well, I'd give them an Oreo because teenagers are dumb. And if you wanted them to do something constructive in youth group, you have to bribe them with sweets. So this really was an Oreo of a week because we lost to Panama one nothing <laughs> at Panama. And I guess Jesse Zardes likes that cream filling because he is the reason for it. <laughs> you set up the best joke, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, yeah, we're going to like, call each other at least once a month and get these out because your girlfriend and my wife are going to be sick of this. over. <laughs> um, he like Even though he wasn't credited with the goal, uh, Annabelle Godoy of Nashville FC got... Uh, attributed with the goal, um, it came off of a corner, hits Justice Artist clearly in the head and goes in past Matt Turner. Or I mean, no, hell of a header, yeah, yeah Matt Turner. Hell of a header, though. Yep. Um, let's move on to the U.S. Men's National Team Costa Rica game. This was what Tuesday? No, what Wednesday yeah. night? Yeah, Wednesday night. 
Um, Zach Steffen in goal, replacing Matt Turner. What did you think of this move? Uh, at first, I thought uh, it was going to be bad for <clears throat> uh, for Matt Turner, but then I realized Zach Steffen doesn't get much playtime at Man City, and these are the games where, like at home, where you're pretty confident you're going to get a win. You have the advantage in a win, I should say. You got to try out the other keeper. You, like, you don't have as much tape to see how he plays. We know how good Matt Turner is. I don't think he has anything to be afraid of. So I'm happy with the change. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree with you that Zach Steffen really needs a lone move to get some playing time in club football because him sitting behind Ederson at Man City is not doing him or the U.S. National Team any good whatsoever. And Matt Turner, even though I'd love to see him overseas somewhere, he is playing week in week out for the best team in MLS. So, yeah. You kind of got to take, a, take that. Yep. And I think right now he's the number one, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, didn't start well for Zach Steffen, though. Um, Costa Rica goes up one nothing in the first minute. Um, but the boys bounce back. Serginho Dest, which I'm pretty sure his first ever goal here was the team and was a hell of a hit with his weak foot into the top corner. Even featured Calvo, like, Kind of lazily, like kind of waving his head toward the shot, even though he was nowhere near it, which you love to see. Yeah, this is a you know call out or stab at Barcelona. If you decide to pay your players, they decide to do things for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, game winner was scored by Timothy Weah. Um, I think it was an own goal in the end, but it wasn't a Calvo own goal, so Timothy Weah scored that one. And all was right with the world. Two one. Unfortunately, came out today that six members of the Costa Rica set up at test positive for COVID-19 after their visit to the United States. Hopefully there's no breakout through the U.S. national team or any other teams that Costa Rica has faced during this international break. Um, and I think I'm going to transition real quick here into our first Sasha's quiz in quite a while. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so you're not on Twitter, which is great. It works well for me. Because there's this account called Terrible Maps. And they just put out Terrible Maps with, like, different themes. And this one is the most oddly named town in each U.S. state. So I'm going to give you a town. That's definitely a real town. I've looked up the ones I'm going to give you to make sure they were actually real. And they are. You're going to guess which state they're in. Okay. We'll start with, a. I think, the easiest one on here. It's not in Minnesota. Okay. Volcano. Why? Yep. Okay. Thank you did you. that one. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Now we did a little, little. I just, oh, I'll do another easy one. Jackpot. Uh, Nevada? Yep. Okay. Yep, absolutely. All right. We're going to do a little weirder with this next one Satan's Kingdom. Satan's Kingdom? Satan's uh... Kingdom. This is real. Arizona. That's actually a pretty good guess. I didn't think about that because it's so hot there. But no. In Puritan, Massachusetts. Oh, God. Okay. that Historically, that makes sense. Okay. It is unincorporated. Okay. Is the town owned by Rob Zombie? No. I fucking hope so. <laughs> but apparently no one to live in Satan's Kingdom, which is weird. I would love to go and like, see the site. Because yep. it's unincorporated. There's no plural sites. Okay, this one's a little ironic. Waterproof. 
Is it either, either Florida or Louisiana? It's, it's Louisiana. God, that is an unfortunate name. <laughs> that is such an unfortunate name. Um, I, I have a sweet spot for Louisiana. I think it's a state of great culture, which I've never been able to get to. But great culture and food, yeah, which I, I wish I could explore. To New Orleans, yeah, and eat that food like all day. Okay. Okay. Oklahoma. That's, not, that's yep. It is. <laughs> okay, Oklahoma for real. <laughs> Booger hole. Booger hole. Okay, which which state was most likely to have a child as a as a mayor of one of their towns? <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey. No, it's uh, West Virginia. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. Trying to think another one here. Uh, this one's. I, you'll do this one wrong for sure. I think. Okay. okay. Spuds. Well, the, the, you'd want to think. It's not the obvious answer. Yeah, it's not Idaho. Yeah. I'll give uh, you Idaho right now for free. Idaho's is is called uh, beer bottle crossing. Oh, that sounds awesome, right? <laughs> okay. Couldn't go uh, there and drink, and also maybe get stabbed. Is so. it? Yeah. Spuds, Missouri. Spuds, Florida. Actually, okay. Spuds, yeah. Florida. Okay. Crazy. And last one here. Just to give you a good one. Okay, yep. Toad suck. Toad suck? Two words, yes. Toad suck. Alabama? Close, Arkansas. Okay. <laughs> it's it's not the one on the on the map, so I, I can't by the rules of Sasha's quiz, do it. But there is a town in Georgia called Cumming. C-U-M-M-I-N-G. Anyway, let's move on to the... <laughs> we have one more U.S. National Team news. Uh, Gio Reyna named to the Golden Boy shortlist. Golden Boy is also is, is given to the best teenager playing in soccer. He's always one of 20. Yep. Um, Weird transition, but I'm sticking by it. Yeah. He plays for my club. He plays for Borussia Dortmund, so. Yeah. Special place in my heart for that guy. For that lad. <laughs> so finally, some good news, Sasha. Some good news in the world of the NWSL. Actual games. Yes. Uh, good Good news if you're a Portland Thorns fan. I'm, I'm a fan of a Portland Thorns player. But uh, they were facing my team, the Seattle Reign. Second time they were facing this season, I was really hoping for Seattle Reign win. Because uh, Reynard in second, and they would have jumped Portland Thorns had they gotten the win. Sadly, it was a 1-1 draw. One goal from Morgan Weaver, Weaver for the Thorns. The other goal from Megan Rapino. Two big names. No surprises there. Thorns stay one point ahead with 40. Reigns 39. Uh, that's the, Both teams have played 12 games. they got two more to go before playoffs. Uh, congrats to the Thorns. They needed, they needed some good news. Uh, and just a reminder here, keep on... Uh, boycotting merch and concessions at Providence Park if you're out there. Yes. Um, if you didn't listen to the last episode, please do. There's some pretty heavy NWSL stuff that we talked about. And I'm sure there's going to be more stuff coming up in the news at some point. But until then, let's move on to the Premier League where two Spurs players have tested positive for COVID-19 ahead of this Sunday's match against 
Newcastle, Newcastle who have officially been sold to a Saudi group. Um, this group has maintained that they're not connected to the the, the crown uh, family of this of Saudi Arabia. But every single study that or like, investigation the Premier League has done or the English FA have done has found ties between this Saudi group and the crown of Saudi Arabia, which would be a huge conflict of interest. Also, there have been many questions about um, the fit and proper test that English football uses to determine owners. Um, in the past, it's bankrupted clubs such as uh, Bury and Sheffield Wednesday and... Um, Wimbledon and recent, just as recently Derby County in the championship and there's questions to why um, there isn't a human rights uh, standard on those among those qualifications because um, there's some human rights human rights issues it has the Saudi Arabian government, obviously with Khashoggi a couple years ago now happening. There's he's not the only one that's happened to. Um, and there's lots of questions from around the Premier League. Um, Newcastle, some Newcastle fans are conflicted of if they should be celebrating this news because their current or their previous owner, Mike Ashley, was a huge bell end who sucks. But is it the case of oh, a new boss, same as the old boss? Well, the old boss didn't murder any journalists as far as we know allegedly has never murdered any journalists yeah it's they have I think as a fan you have a right to be happy about progress but the question is what what are you trading over right are you selling your integrity when you're with this new ownership it kind of feels like that yeah it's you want to be happy for the club because if you're if you're a diehard Newcastle fan, new ownership has been on your mind for years now, ever since the Newcastle got relegated, yeah. and four or five years ago. But now with these with the the Saudi group take, taking over, um, who knows how you should yeah. feel? I don't. Yeah. If you're if you're conflicted as a Newcastle fan, totally understand. Yeah, the the expression that I was thinking of it just came to my mind. It's like. The devil you know is better than the devil you don't, right? And it feels like they just made a deal with the devil they don't. That's that's my take on it. If you ever were wondering if the if, if UEFA was leaning away from their uh, cash and corruption is king, like this this, <laughs> this makes it pretty clear that they haven't. They're not really changing yeah. their ways. Um, the Premier League, the English FA, and UEFA have yet to comment on the sale to the Saudi group. Um, yeah. This, Kind of, kind of the best time to be a Sunderland fan, fan I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not like them. Yeah. Crosstown. Um, yeah, I don't have much else. Um, during international football, there's not a whole lot to talk about. You know, when, we, when we talk about the U.S. men's national team and like lead football abroad. So, um, Sasha, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on its Instagram at Alexander Sorsloth, or you can find me on the couch watching Bundesliga this weekend because tomorrow, or it might have already happened if you're listening to this, Borussia Dortmund are playing again. Who, yeah. who do they play? Uh, mines. I should, I should, you should win that. Oh, damn you. Why'd you have to say that? 
<laughs> I mean, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So you're right, though. I mean, I didn't mention it on the podcast, and I should have, but um, Frankfurt beat uh, Bayern for the international break. Yeah. So. Yup. So suck it, Bayern fans. <laughs> Mostly my cousin Zach. That's all I know. Yeah. Suck it, Zach. Anyway, um, you can find me at on Twitter at Real Caleb FC. You can find me on Instagram at Caleb with a K. You can find the podcast at those platforms at TWO United Fans. I'll still be tweeting about the about the games from that Twitter account as long as they go on. Who knows what will happen after the season's over. Um, but until then, oh, shout out to our lead commissioner for at least a few more times, uh, Eric Olson, $20 a month on our Patreon. Cancel that, by the way. Um, and uh, fuck you, Shane. <laughs> He said he, he said he wanted he wanted a shout out, but not to give, a, give us the money. So this is the best I could offer him. <laughs> shout out to Suni Lee, Saint Paul legend, old medalist, and shout out to the mad villain, MF Doom. Rest in peace, forever. <laughs>